to the reasons why you still continue protesting. Uh, okay, uh, thanks for actually um, having me on the phone right now. Um, reason the protests are continuing right now, we have not sat in a meeting with council and yet um, what actually sparked the full violence and the eruption of violence, um, students vandalizing and all of that, it's due to an email that was sent by the chair of council, a very arrogant and reckless email. You know, I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but that is the main result of the eruption of um, because we actually agreed with the rector in the last meeting that we had that we will stand down up until we get a council meeting, which is the, which is what's actually stopping everything from uh, being prog- uh, being progressive in that in terms of decisions being made in that. We haven't seen that uh, email. What are the contents? Um, in our meetings, we had um, a list of about 40 demands, but um, in which, of which, um, in the first meeting, all of the demands were actually committed to. But then it so happened that when we went back to the masses, they were not so happy as they were. Very, they sounded very vague, and you know, there was for them. We we focused on okay. We we're like okay. Let's have a second meeting. We will focus on the top five, of which it was the insourcing, end of outsourcing, um, um, fee scrapping, scrapping of uh, historical debt fee registration, and uh, there, were, there were quite a few, like, top five, but we had a top five um, uh, yeah, uh, demands and that the rector actually agreed to um, commit to and see that they actually do uh, become a reality. Now, the rector committed to, to those, uh, but you say there, are, there is this email that came through. What are the contents with regards to the top five demands? Basically, our chair of council just came with this whole thing of, oh, but how will we, uh, the money of the institution, he had a headache. He realized that we ha- we'd have uh, 70 million that they'd have to actually put aside because this, uh, yeah, money was just coming out and nothing coming in. And one thing he didn't know, because he wasn't Switzerland, he was cycling, we'd actually done our homework. We'd actually asked for the uh, record of the institution for three years from 2013 up until, up until 2015, of which for 2015 we got... Um, uh, financial year plan and also just a, just an idea of how much money was supposed to be spent this year and all of that. So we actually went audited records and we were actually so our rector and our, um, our, our chair actually really, really frustrated us because they went on national TV talking about 270 million worth of debt which is debt that does not even reflect in the audited records of the institution. Right now, UWC is down about 97 million. I'm not, if I, I'll still stand to be corrected on that. But it's, it's around about 97 million of debt, of which we saw that where we can actually this money from. We did our homework. The CFO of the institution, who is Money Rico, was being schooled by a third year. So you can only imagine what is going on in that institution. There's a lot of corruption, and it, and it actually shows through the measures that they've actually taken to make sure that um, the institution is militarized, and all of that, and that they didn't expect students to be strong, especially born free. Now, Lutolo, Lutolo, all of that, uh, and especially the contents of the email, do they justify the banning of university property? We do not condone um, violence and vandalism. It is not in our culture at all. But one must also understand on the other side that UWC right is a matter of Black Lives Don't Matter. Really, if you're being honest with each other. Other institutions, things are burning. In fact, if we're going to speak specifically to the, to the case of, um, of, of of students being arrested under bail money, you don't have to bail out students for 48,000 rand. Each student was 3,000 rand. The following day, if not two days later, CPE, the same thing happened. Buildings were 
destroyed and all of that, and they got free bail. So now, really, the institution—it's a matter of just black lives don't matter because the black man is only heard once they become violent. That's when they pay attention to us. What happened actually when students were arrested? Uraji, who is the institutional uh, director for legal services. He said, he, he took a list of his students' names that were arrested and said he's going to go and withdraw the charges and actually release them. Only to find three hours later that he had in charge of students. He hadn't even moved from campus, so he demanded that he goes. Then he just disappeared. Out of nowhere, we go to, um, we went to the, to, to his office. They didn't let us in. And we said, but where's this man? Because the lawyer is now standing at the, at the, at, at the police station and nothing's happening and he can't do anything until they charge or the charges are withdrawn. Funny enough, when students became agitated and started uh, vandalizing, he, he was there. He came. So really, these people, management is not taking us seriously. We are going into a month of protesting. Why hasn't council rejected the first council meeting that has actually requested by council members, not even the season of four members, it was requested by council members and we rejected it. On which grounds? No one knows. And he also rejected the second one that was requested by the students. On which grounds? No one knows. Lukolo, unfortunately, we've uh, run out of time. She's a student leader at the University of the Western Cape. Well, let's get to uh, management side now. We're joined by the spokesman to you, and thank you for joining us. Uh, I know you did catch uh, the last part uh, of uh, my conversation with uh, Lukolo. How do you respond that management is not taking the lives of black students seriously? Uh, good afternoon, Ike. Um, th- that statement is actually defamatory. Um, and it's actually incorrect. Um, for the past two to three weeks, university management has been in engagement, serious engagement with the SRC and the Fismas for movement. Agreements have been signed with the Fismas for movement and the SRC. 24 hours later, the Fismas for movement came back and said they did not recognize the agreement. The university has committed to, one, next year, registration for indigenous students will be for free. Two, no one who is academically performing will be stopped from registering in 2016. Three, the implementation of the 0% uh, fee increase. Um, And there are a number of other items that the university has committed to. So I, I, I totally disagree with Lutolo's uh, concerns and, and, and what she says uh, because the university has addressed all the issues she's talking about. The only outstanding issues that council will address on the 26th of November is the outsourcing issue and also the historic debt, which is worth over $270 million. Those issues are council issues, and council will make a decision on those next week. What are the contents of that email that were written by the chair of council, especially concerning those two issues, uh, the outsourcing as well as uh, the debt? Okay. With regards to outsourcing, there was a a, a meeting held with the feasible form movement, between management and the feasible form movement. The outcomes of, of that meeting was that in the interim, the university is committed to paying an amount of 1,000 rand to the outsourced workers, such as cleaners, while a decision has not been made by council. 
that was an agreement between the university and Peace Must Fall. That agreement still stands, except Peace Must Fall is not living up to that agreement that the university had with them. Secondly, with regards to uh, the debt, scrapping of debt, historic debt, that needs to go by a council which takes place on the, on, on the 26th of November. You must be aware that CPUT had agreed to, to scrap a debt amount of $111 million. But last week Friday, after agreeing to do that, after them doing that, last week Friday, the students protested again and the goalpost moved again, which is similar to what UWC is experiencing in that the fees must fall movement moves whatever uh, demand they set every single day. Today you'll agree on something, and tomorrow they want something else. And that's the issue that all the, well, that UWC is having and CPT is currently having. Lutando Chalibongo, the spokesperson for the University of Cape Town. Thank you for joining us uh, here on uh, PM Life. And that's uh, the issue that uh, we are raising with you this uh, afternoon. As you heard, the Fees Must Fall Parent Solidarity Committee has called on the University of the Western Cape.